Doesn't it hurt when someone you care about, someone you love, doesn't trust you, doesn't believe you, doesn't believe in you? That's a painful thing. Stay tuned and we will talk about it. Welcome to Walk in the Word. I'm your host, Robin Boone. Blessings to you and thank you so much for joining me here. We are going to be discussing believing God, faith in God. Hebrews 11, chapter 6. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. And without faith living within us, it would be impossible to please God. For we come to God in faith, knowing that he is real and that he rewards the faith of those who passionately seek him. This is where we start. We start by believing God, by having faith that God is. He simply is. We have people who believe that God does not exist. There are people who believe that God exists, but he's somewhere way far off in the distance, uncaring, unconcerned about the plight of humanity. But our God is very real. He is very personal and he is very present. The Bible says he is a very present help in trouble. And so we want to, one of the things I said in the introduction was it hurts when someone we love does not trust us. When someone we love does not love us back. When someone we love does not believe what we say. Even if we have proven time and time again that we are reliable, that we are trustworthy, that we care for them, that we love them. It's very hurtful when that is not returned in the sense of faith, trusting us. And so magnify that more times than a magnifying glass of the strongest sort. Magnify that because God, he's infinite. He is love and he expresses his love and his kindness and his judgment. Now, there are other sides to God. All of it, though, is encompassed and a part of his love. Everything that God does is out of love because that is who he is. As a parent, I am not, I can't say that I am love. I am human. (laughs) And, but when it comes to my children, the love that I have for them is unconditional. The love that I have for them withstands every and has withstood 
every test and every trial, everything that they have put me through, put themselves through, put others through, the love that I have for them continues to pour out onto them, even when they don't want it. And when they don't want it, I pray for them. And so the love that God has goes deeper than the love of a parent, which is extremely deep. It's unexplainable. You can't explain the love that you have for your children. It's just there. Now, think about the fact that God himself encompasses love. He is, that's his being. And think about the love that he has for humanity, for every person, every individual. And think about how he must feel he is not an impersonal being. He is not a force. God is spirit. And he has reflected his love for humanity. He has expressed his love for humanity by uh, feeling, by putting himself in human flesh and becoming a human, becoming man so that he could get into our experience in a personal way. That's love. Putting yourself in a position to be hated. Putting yourself in a someone who was all love. Putting themselves into a position where they're hated. Where they're mocked and talked about and eventually crucified. This is God's love. And he wants us to believe him. To trust him. To walk with him. To have faith in him. I went through the scriptures and the the psalmist and the other writers, they believed God. And even in this chapter, in um, Hebrews chapter 11, it's called the Hall of Faith, H-A-L-L, of faith by, by humans. Um, we call it the Hall of Faith. That's what it's been termed because the the writer lists all these patriarchs and those who were Christians after Christ came and was resurrected, those who gave their lives to Christ and actually ultimately gave the ultimate sacrifice of their lives for the sake of the gospel. They believed God and Abraham believed God. Noah believed God. David believed God. Abraham believed God. Sarah believed God. Even with their struggles, they still trusted God. They still believed that God would reward them if they would diligently seek him. But most of all, if they would believe him. And that is our call to simply believe that God exists. He does. All we have to do is look up, look around us, and even if we are surrounded by negativity, by even violence, even tragedy, even hatefulness, look for the love 
and the fingerprint of God. Ask him for a different perspective. And listen, if you don't even believe that God exists, this is what you do. You are even not without hope. Because I've heard this prayer, I've heard people say it, God, if you are real, show me. I don't put people down for praying that prayer. Because that lets me know they really want to know. They really are at the end of their rope. They really cannot see the love of God. They really, truly cannot see how in everything they've been through in their lives, how could God be God? How could he be real when tragedy has happened to them, around them, to their family members? How can God be, how can there even be a God? How can there even be a loving God? Ask him. And if you don't believe he exists, just cry out to him anyway. Just do it. God, if you're real. God, if you really, really are real, I need to see. I need to understand. And the thing about God is his wish, not his wish, his will is that no one should perish. And because of that will, and because of you crying out and asking the God that you don't believe in to show you he's real, I guarantee you, he will show you he is real. And he will show you how much he loves you. He has already shown how much he loves you in Christ. But sometimes, and honestly, that may not be enough for you and even for me. So God will come alongside and work with us and and gently transform us. Sometimes it's a rushing mighty wind. Sometimes it's a sweet, gentle voice. Sometimes it's circumstances and situations. But God will show you that he exists. And once you have that seed of faith in you, once you have that seed of faith, it could be the smallest seed, which is a mustard seed. And let me tell you, you can even go smaller than that. All you need is a little drop of faith. And when God gives you that faith, because it is a gift. Faith is a gift. It is the gift of God. Once you have that tiny little drop of faith. That God exists. That he's real. Then you keep it moving, sister or brother, and you begin to cry out to God and you begin to diligently, passionately, forcefully, with everything you've got, seek him. Find out who he is because he wants you to know. He is not playing hide and seek with you. God is not running here and there like, oh, and you're chasing him like, and he's peeking around the corner and 
He's not doing that. Human beings do that. We do that. Children play hide and go seek. Parents play hide and go seek with their children. But that's not God. He wants to expose himself to you. He wants to show you how much he loves you. And he wants to show you how personal he can be to you. And how he can be your absolute best friend. Even closer than a brother. So, believe God. Have faith in him. Trust him. Believe that he is. Believe that God exists. And when you believe that, Start diligently seeking him because he will show you himself. He will reward your faith that he's given you because faith is a gift of God. Faith in him is a gift of God. Faith at all is a gift of God, but faith in him, man, that's that's something. That's something. That brings joy. Imagine, as I said in the beginning, loving someone that doesn't trust you and have faith in you. But you know that you can. And you can do what you know that you will keep your word. You know that you will be there for them. You know it, but they don't believe it. They don't trust you. They've been maybe hurt so bad or they just, you know, don't have faith in people. And... And so that translates to, I don't have, they don't have faith in you. But imagine when that breakthrough happens, when you just stay with them and you just show that, hey, I am who I say I am. I, you can trust me. You can rely on my word. And when that breakthrough happens, there's joy. So when that breakthrough happens, when you decide to really, now, even if you're a believer and you really decide, you know what, God, I'm going to go ahead and trust you. I'm going to go ahead and believe you. I'm going to go ahead and take you at your word. Forget this fear thing. Forget this lack of faith thing. I'm going to lean and trust, lean and depend on you. I'm going to put everything into you. Imagine the joy that God experiences when his children believe him. My Lord, he struggled with the Israelites in that way. They went back and forth. God, I don't know. God, I trust you. God, I don't know. But when we really get settled, hmm, wow, that does heart, God's heart good. It does his heart good. And he is pleased. Because what does it say? It's impossible to please God without faith. Without exercising the faith that he has given us. So let's get up off of, now I'm talking to Christians now. Let's get off, get up off of unbelief. And go ahead, lay that thing down, put it under the blood of Jesus. And pick up faith. And let's walk by faith, truly, and not by sight. Let's truly, 
I can't tell you the joy that I experienced when I realized that I could truly walk by faith, that I really didn't have to doubt. Man, that was a breakthrough in my life. I'm telling you, and I still, you know, struggle from time to time because we look at circumstances. But when we get our eyes fixed on Jesus and we get fixed on the fact that God is true to his word, that he is not a man, that he should lie. When we lay hold to that and put it in our bosom and hold on to it and don't let go, my God, the freedom that we have and the joy that comes from that. Wow. Seriously, oh my Lord, and watch God work. That is like he is saying, wow, yes, you got it. You got it. My daughter, my son, you got it. You believe me. You trust me. I can show you and I can reward you. I can do that. My heart is pleased. Don't we want our Father? He's pleased that we're saved. He's pleased that we've given our lives to Him and we have accepted the free gift of salvation through His Son Jesus Christ. But it goes beyond, and it goes beyond that. We've got to believe God, we've got to walk like we trust Him, like we know. That he is going to take care of us. Look, I went through the Psalms and I looked at the scriptures that that um, when the psalmist was declaring and proclaiming that God would hear his cry, that God would answer him, that he would put his enemies to flight, that he would provide everything he needed, that he had never seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed begging bread, that he would store up his tears in a bottle that he would restore him that he would set him free from sin and transgression that he would lift him up when his head was hanging down that he would come in as the king of glory and the lord almighty this these psalmists declared god because they believed him there was no doubt there was no wavering because the bible also says that we can't expect anything from God if we waver, if we are back and forth and to and fro in our minds and in our hearts. Think not that we should receive anything from God because he's just waiting for us to stand still and get stable in our faith. I'm not talking about getting stable in your faith as a believer. You're already a believer, but I'm talking about getting steady in your faith, trusting him that he is working all things together for your good, that he is working diligently, just as diligently as you are seeking him. He is working everything out for your good, that he will provide everything we need. That, believing that, believing him. Get in his word. Find out what his promises are. All of them are yea and amen. God bless you so much and thank you for joining me. If you have anything you want to discuss, please feel free to email me at walkinthewordwithrobin at gmail.com. If you are on a platform where you are able to subscribe to this podcast so you can receive notices whenever I go live with a new episode, feel free to do so. If you're on a a platform where you can like 
please do so. Share if you know someone else can be blessed by this message. Feel free. I'd love to hear your comments. God bless you. Father, thank you for your word. Thank you so much for the seed of faith that you have placed in us. And I pray that those who do not believe you even exist, that you would show yourself strong in their lives so they can know that you truly will reward them as they diligently seek you. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Take care. I'll see you next time.